Today's story is A Fool Was I Who Let the Wolf In by Genus Manira. The night was withering fast, and my cognition didn't care much for it. Despite it being only 9 p.m., my eyelids were dropping and heavy like Hereditor's cat. I performed my nightly routines. A half hour's worth of work in an hour is all I can get lately. I know my family watches TV late into the night, but it's never too loud, so it doesn't bother me. As the night grew older, my tired eyes met no slumber. I lay motionless in my bed, working all too hard to expel thought from my mind when I heard my mother query a chilling question. Did you hear that? The words were slurred by the chocolate in her gums, but the fear was ever apparent in my mother's voice. Yo, I think there's a dude on the lawn. This voice was Shirley Andrews, her southern partner. Should we call the cops? To hear fear in a mother's voice is the most gut-wrenching feeling, yet I persisted in my complacency. Surely enough, my elder brother had emerged from his room to assess the situation. I had now abandoned any hope for sleep and was listening attentively as I perched in the corner of my bed. My kin babbled for a while on what should be done of the man, who I could gather to be elderly, draped in robes with a sway and twitch in his stance. Talks went from violence to police intervention, but they ultimately settled on a calm conversation with them before anything was to be done. The door was unlatched and set back in a creak in the wall, and for a moment they all seemed to stand motionless in the doorway in anticipation for something. Then came the most ear-piercing silence. It was like every sound I had ever heard had been in that moment removed from existence. It was enough to make me jump and begin perspiring with all my pores, and find myself with my upper arms over the sides of my head. After a while I had gotten semi-used to it, and could hear the pants and heaves of my family, which showed both that they had felt it too, and that it was not a silence at all. Then, I experienced the most gutturally horrifying sentence ever to offend my ears. What the fuck is that? It was the shaken voice of my mother. If voices could be personified, this one would be a fatless, skeletal child whimpering for her mother's bosom. Then I was left with the draft, the ungodly ringing in my ears, and worst of all, my thoughts. I was tense in anticipation. For what I was waiting for, I did not know, but if it meant that moment was to end, it would be a gift from the heavens. What I was given was, in fact, more likened to a vex from the devil. Did you hear that? My mother, in the same chocolate-smacked voice and with the same subsequent response. My mind was set into a cacophony of confusion, each occurring moment bringing forth another question that I did not care to answer. What happened to the old man? Why are they repeating themselves? When did they come back inside? With each question, I daren't ask another, yet they came without permission. I lay in wait as the silence grew louder and the conversation repeated itself with shortening intervals between each repetition. This was until I finally decided in myself to do something, 
for even death was better than the nightless hell of this moment. What are you guys on about? My voice was surprisingly loud. I hadn't used it in a while, and the theme of the night the next event was increasingly confusing and horrifying. It was to the... 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 Aiden to the door, and... well, I see no in the... no sounds are sound. You are surely your... Shut up! If the even non-inflected and indiscernible voice was not so unsettling, it would have been funny. I had lost all thought or reason and I began to sob. All cohesive explanation for what had occurred outside my room was utterly shattered. What the fuck do you want with me? We will we and to send Garrison Marmalade? We will want you to come clean and do the d d dirty dish soap. It was my mother's voice, stern and civil as it always was, speaking so perfectly with horrible broken grammar. I could not shake the thought at the back of my mind, itching like an ulcer. That's not your family. That's something else. As much as I loathed the thought, I knew it to be true. But the question of the something brought new and unholy questions to my mind. I resolved in my heart that I would open the door, as the devil's beckons were far better than God's strength. I wrote a final note. If I wasn't to survive, made a final prayer and gripped the doorknob. It was cold and shook as I turned it, the whine of the hinges even more apparent than usual. An unforgivingly dark hallway was all I was met with, yet the voices persisted. You, your, you came to our, it, wound, not, a please the end. With the final words trailing into wispy nothings, I was finally met with my end. An idolin most elegic appeared from the laundry and bent the hall around it as it approached me lashing the ripples that framed its phosphorescent borealis. I could see a face with the light emergent in the form. There was a face that resembled a memory. It resembled all memories. All faces. All things. It was death in her purest form, come with the promise of peace. So naive was I to believe that the ideas of life and death meant anything to the great mimic. I exist now as a mantra of daemons, the fool of gods. I am the wolf's third pig that let him in. I purchased a false tabernacle that led me not to warm freedom, but to bitter truth. I shall dwell in this cold, unseeing room for an eternity past aeons, for that is the damnation of the devil's listener. Purgatory has a viewer, and she is the grandiose mimic. Satan. Hey there, friends. I hope you enjoyed this fantastic short story. This was once again A Fool Was I Who Let the Wolf In by Genus Manura from Cryosleep. A uh, fantastic little story. I know it's a little shorter than my normal stuff, but I thought it was deserving of its own video because of how well written it was. Um, so thank you again. Uh, thank you to everyone who watches this video, and thank you to everyone who doesn't watch the video, I guess. I don't know. 
I don't know who else to thank at this point. Anyways, if you guys are enjoying this and would like more content like this, or content that's so vastly different, it's like comparing plastic forks to newspapers, please consider joining the Nevermore. To join the Nevermore, all you gots to do is hit that subscribe button and the bell icon next to it. That makes you part of the Nevermore. You can support the growth of Nevermore by doing things such as going to any of those social media links down in the description of the video, or supporting me financially through Patreon or Coffee. All of this optional, every bit of it appreciated. Huge thank you to everybody that supports me through Patreon. It's because of you guys that I keep going. I mean, I keep going because of everybody, but they really do help to push me further in the direction I need to go. So thank you all. All right, guys, I will see you on the next video. Hopefully you have a fantastic weekend. Uh, yeah. But until then, sleep well.